welcome to the Preaching Matters Podcast. My name is Alan Carr, and I am your host. Thank you for listening to our episode today. On this podcast, we talk about preaching because we believe preaching matters, and we certainly want our preaching to be better. We want it to glorify God, and we want it to be biblical. And so that's what this podcast is about. We talk about all matters related to preaching because we believe preaching matters. So thank you for tuning in today. We're going to get right into the episode, but before we do, let me ask you to go to your favorite podcast directory and leave us a good review. We would appreciate that. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Now, let's talk about preaching because preaching matters. Welcome back to the Preaching Matters Podcast. My name is Alan Carr, and this is episode number 49. And we talk in this episode about gleaning from the preaching of others. We all do that, and we're going to talk about it today. Before we get into it, let me thank you again for coming by this way. Be sure and reach out to me at alancarr at gmail.com, alancarr at gmail.com. Let me hear your comments. Let me know what you'd like to hear me talk about. And let me know if the podcast has been a help and a blessing in your life. I would appreciate hearing from you. And the best way you can help us is to go to your favorite podcast directory and leave us a positive review. Five stars if you can. That'd be a great blessing and certainly would be appreciated. It helps us in the algorithms and helps the podcast to reach more people and be more effective. So thank you for doing that. Now, let's get down to business. And let's talk about gleaning from the preaching of others. Many years ago, I was good friends with a gentleman who was a preacher at the time. And uh, he made this statement when talking about sermon preparation. He said, I beg a few, I borrow a few, I steal a few, and I get a few of my own. And I know what he meant by that. He meant that he gleaned from other people when he heard them preach. You hear what they're preaching And it strikes a note in your brain and you want to know more about it. You want to say more about it. You want to be able to expound upon that thought that you saw while you were listening to them preach. Now there's nothing wrong with listening with the idea of gleaning for yourself. You ought to pay attention to what the preacher says, but at the same time, you can also think while you listen. And that's what I was doing the other day. Now, I teach a homiletics class, and in the process of that class, one of our young men was preaching out of John chapter number 12, and he was preaching primarily around the verse, verse number 24, where Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Now, he didn't say a whole lot about that particular passage, in the context of where I went with it when I preached from it afterwards. But as I listened to him preach, I was thinking, when Jesus says, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. He's talking about a single grain of wheat, a corn of wheat, which means a grain of wheat, one particular grain of wheat. And I thought to myself, I wonder how many grains of wheat are on each plant of wheat. How many, how many grains does a plant produce when it is mature? And then I thought, well, how many 
wheat plants are there in an acre and how many kernels would that be? And so I wrote that thought down and then I, when I got a chance to look at it, I did and I put some thoughts together and then I preached the same passage, but I preached a different message. And while I was listening to him, I gleaned the idea to investigate wheat. Let me tell you a bit about what I learned about wheat. A wheat kernel is a tiny, tiny seed. So a bushel of wheat weighs about 60 pounds, I've read. And in those 60 pounds of wheat, there are approximately 1 million wheat kernels. And a kernel of wheat only weighs about one ten thousandth of an ounce. And simple math reveals that every ounce of wheat contains about 10,000 tiny kernels. And each of those kernels are small, they're insignificant, and they're fragile. But every single one of them has the power to produce new life. When that seed is planted and it germinates, each plant will produce about five heads of ripe wheat. And each head contains about 22 kernels of wheat. And this means each plant has the potential to produce 110 new kernels of wheat. That's amazing when you stop and think about it. And every one of those 110 new kernels has the potential to produce about 110 more kernels. So in an average acre of wheat, there are around 1.2 million wheat plants. This means there are about 132 million kernels in every acre of wheat. And each one of those 132 kernels can produce 110 new kernels. This means there's potential for about 14.5 billion wheat kernels in every acre over two generations of growth. You plant those first 1.2 million seeds in that ground and they produce about, I say, seven and a quarter million wheat kernels. And then you replant that field and you get about seven and a half billion more wheat kernels for a total of 14.5 billion wheat kernels from an acre in two generations. That's amazing. And so what Jesus is saying here about himself is that he is going to die. And he says that like a wheat kernel, he is going to fall to the ground and die. And he says, if it dies, it bringeth forth much fruit. Isn't that true? I mean, you think about what happened when Jesus died. That one kernel, that one life was given for the people of God. And when Jesus died, was buried, and rose again, he shared that ability, that new life that he he achieved with his disciples. Those disciples took that message, the gospel, and they shared it with others. And those who heard it took it and shared it with others. And it continued on down the line until it came to you and me, Two centuries, two centuries, two millennia later, the wheat is still reproducing and it's still growing. And so that thought stuck in my mind and I took that particular concept of the wheat and how it reproduces and talked about how the death of Jesus has accrued to give us so much light and so much gospel and how it has blossomed and bloomed for the past 2,000 years until the world is filled with the message of Christ. That's a blessing. And it's only because one person, Jesus died so that you and I might live. And that's an example of where I gleaned from somebody else. Now there are other times when you hear somebody preach and their outline is so good that you, you want to preach that message. You want to use that outline, 
and you do, but I hope that you will give them uh, affirmation. You will give them, you will give them the recognition they deserve because they prepared the outline. So you'll tell the people, Hey, I got this outline from so-and-so I heard it and I wanted to share it with you. And they're not going to care about that. They, they appreciate your honesty. They appreciate the integrity and so on. In fact, the young man who uh, preached the message I gleaned from his name is Jason Birch and Jason is a young preacher and he's growing in the Lord, did a fantastic job when he preached his message. You could tell he studied, you could tell he prepared. And I gleaned a lot from his message. But that one thing I took away was the idea about the wheat. And it really opened up a whole avenue of thought and blessing to my mind. So that's an example of where I gleaned from somebody and it was a blessing in my life. Now, one way to improve your preaching, obviously, is by listening to other preachers. The more you listen, the more improved your own preaching will be. So take the time to listen to other people preach the word of God and glean from their preaching. Let them show you things you did not know. Let them show you different ways to approach the scripture. Let Look at the scripture through their eyes and see it the way they have put it together. And their insights will help make you a better preacher. And be sure if you use anything they give you and you glean that from them, then be sure to share that information with your congregation. Let them know who this is coming from because uh, that's just integrity in action. We want to be honest. We want to be upfront. We want to be open with what we do. And the Lord help us to do that to be sure we tell others about where we gleaned our information if we gleaned it from someone else. But as we go through life, we're all gleaning all the time. We're all picking up little tidbits of information here and there. And in our world, which is so connected and so information just comes at us at such a degree, it's like drinking from a fire hose at times. It can be difficult to sort through all those moving parts and settle in on what's most important. But if you think about life from a biblical worldview, I'm convinced the Holy Spirit has a way of causing those spiritual nuggets, those little tidbits of information to stand out from the rest, to stand out from all the other noise you hear, and God will help put them in your life at the right time, in the right place, so that you might glean and grow and prosper by hearing and listening to other people preaching. There's a difference in hearing and listening, isn't there? I've heard a lot of sermons, but I've only listened to a few, to be honest about it. There are some you really listen to, and they speak to your heart. And you and I should practice the discipline of learning how to listen to a sermon so that when anyone preaches, no matter whether we like their style, whether we like their presentation, whether we like their appearance, whether we like their background, those things can be set aside for the moment. Let's listen to their content, and let's pay attention to what they have to say because what they have to say may have something to say to us. And there may be truth we can glean. And we can glean help in our, in our own sanctification, in our own personal walk with God, in our pulpit ministry, in our personal life, in our day-to-day interactions with others. We can glean so much and learn so much from the preaching that other people do. And we should be in the business of listening to preaching so that we might glean, and this gleaning can help make us a better preacher. You never know when in the course of any sermon something's going to be said or some interpretation is going to be given or some application is going to be made 
some thoughts going to be laid out there and it's going to be like a whoa i've never seen that before moment it's like the light bulb clicks on and you suddenly realize that this is new that this is something which speaks to you and you need to share that with somebody else so they too can be spoken to and helped so don't be afraid to glean from other preachers don't be afraid to listen to what they say and pick up all the help you can get along the way of life so that you can turn around and share those truths with other people. But again, be sure you give credit where credit is due. Don't be a plagiarist. Don't steal their material. Don't steal their thought. Build your concept based on the, what you glean from them, but be sure you give them credit for the original idea because it was theirs after all. But I, I like to listen to preachers. And I like to hear good preaching. And when I hear good preaching, I'm always listening for something I can glean to help me be a better preacher. Maybe I can glean something about the way the pastor uh, carried himself in the pulpit. Maybe he was just exemplary in his delivery. I can learn something from that. Maybe he had a great grasp of the scriptural text. And if I can learn from him how to get a better grasp for myself, I'm going to be a better preacher. Do you understand what I'm saying? Pay attention to not just what they say, but pay attention to what you see in them. Notice how they operate. Look at how they carry themselves. Watch how they conduct the service. Watch how they move through the breaks and the different movements within the passage and glean everything you can from them. Not that you can be a copy of them, but, the, but so that you can take what you've gleaned and implement it into your ministry, you know, shaping it for the way you are, shaping it to your style, to the way you preach, to the way you share the truth. And you can glean a lot from other men. So don't be afraid to do that. Get out there and listen to preaching. Listen to preaching on the Internet. Listen to podcasts. Listen to preaching. And let other people teach you about preaching. And the best way to learn to preach, obviously, is to preach. And the more you preach, the better you're going to preach. So if you're just starting out, don't be discouraged because you can't preach like a MacArthur or a Piper or whoever. Uh, don't, don't set up those impossible standards you have to meet. For one thing, you're not that guy. You're you, right? You're you. And that's who you need to be. And try to be the best you you can be, but don't try to be somebody else. I've said this many times, and I'll say it many times again. Do not strive to be an echo, but strive to be a voice. But it's okay to look at how someone else handles the word of God, how they present their outline, how they share illustrations, how they make applications, how they interpret the text, how they compile all the information together into a comprehensive, understandable sermon. And you can learn from that. You can look at the things they do, and you may just pick up several tips that can help your preaching in any given worship service. So pay attention to what other people say, what other preachers do, how they say it, how they do it, and glean from those other preachers. And let them help you become a better preacher yourself. Pay attention to the illustrations they use. You might be able to use them yourself. Just remember, if it's a personal illustration and they talked about what they did, don't steal it and change it so that you did it, uh, that's lying and that's wrong. 
but if you can say something like I was listening to so-and-so preach and he shared this illustration and it's so fitting right here and I'm going to share it with you. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. It shows your integrity because you have revealed the source and it also lets everybody know that you are not trying to steal the limelight, but you are just sharing with them something that helped you and it will mean more to them. So yeah, listen to that. Pay attention to illustrations. You might find one you want to use. Listen for those little subtle details in the text that stand out as they read it. Because sometimes as they read it, they take it a whole different direction than you might. But as that text is being read and expounded, things begin to just kind of jump off the page, you know, and you, you see them in a new way. And so you make a note or two so you won't forget. And then you begin to study and it comes alive. And what a blessing it is when that happens. And all that is a result of gleaning from someone else's preaching. So you can glean from preaching. You can glean from testimony services. You can glean from song services. You can glean from sermon outlines on the internet. You can glean from books on preaching. You can glean from books in general. You can glean from a million different sources and be sure you do, because let me tell you, as time goes by, you're going to need all the things you gleaned. They're going to have their place and save them up, store them up, file them away where you can get to them when the time is right. And it'll be a blessing in your ministry. It will help you be a better preacher and it will encourage those who listen to you preach. So that's kind of what I want to say today. And I'm not going to go any further with that. Just going to leave it right there. This one is short compared to some of the others, but that's okay. Short's good, isn't it? Yeah, short's good. At least today it is, or hope it is. It is for me. Hope it is for you. But that's what we're going to talk about today, just gleaning. And learn how to glean as you go through life and pick up what you can so that it will help you be a better preacher. Put what you use into practice. Use it where you can. Be sure and give credit for it, but otherwise carry on and glean to the glory of God. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you stopping by for these few minutes to listen to what I have to say and hope you'll come back next time. Again, reach out to me at alancarr at gmail.com. Let me hear your comments. Leave us a good review and come back and see us next time. Until then, may the Lord bless you is my prayer. I appreciate you taking time to be with me. And oh, by the way, uh, at the bottom of our show notes page, there is a Patreon link if you'd like to stop by and, uh, become a patron and help us financially. That'd be a blessing. That's not why we're here, but we do got to pay the bills. And so there it is. So let me know what you want to hear me talk about and we'll add it to the list and we'll get, get it covered one day soon. So on the next Thursday, God bless you. And I'll talk to you then Lord willing. Thank you once again for joining us today on the preaching matters podcast try to have a new episode out next week so i encourage you if you enjoyed the episode or you think someone else would enjoy it first i want you to subscribe and i'd like for you to leave a positive review on the platform of your choice or on several if you choose and i'd like for you to tell somebody else about it this is a podcast for preachers if you are a preacher or know some preacher who might benefit share the news god bless you thanks for being here i pray that preaching goes well for you and god blesses you in your work for his glory Pray for us, and Lord willing, we'll see you next week.